Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. Probably the easiest thing I've ever done. The medication comes in the mail and it's very easy to use. I've been able to live my normal lifestyle and I've lost 20 pounds already and I've never felt better. It changed my life. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. Happy anniversary, Brian. 50 shows, one year. What an accomplishment. Cheers. Cheers. Uh, man, it is wild. People, I feel like there's probably people watching this who have now found uh, this show from Top Shot and stuff. But, I mean, what the origins of this podcast, I mean, it even predated coronavirus because you reached out to me and I was like, hey, I'm going on a trip to Japan. I really don't know. I kind of want to take a little bit of a break and I wasn't sure. And then I was like, I canceled my trip and I was like, fuck it. Let's do this podcast. Did you cancel because of coronavirus? Oh, I thought you were going to say, did you cancel because of lull that I was going to say? <laughs> of course. Um, yeah, we did. Because we, our trip, we're going to take off like March, literally like around the day we kicked off lulls, like March 12th or 13th, I think was our takeoff. And then we canceled it like, two weeks before because Japan was kind of one of the early epicenters of it. And the writing was on the wall that it wasn't going to be a uh, too good of a time with everything closed down. Yeah. I vaguely remember that. Yeah. I, I you know, I was thinking back, uh, when I like DM'd you or whatever you had, you had less than 10,000 Twitter followers. Like our wow. first communication. Now are you over 20? Yeah. And you're lucky you got that in because once I was past 10 K, like I was not going to accept your DM for sure. That's why I sent it. Yeah. <laughs> got to get in early. That's right. So, uh, excited for you guys to tune in tonight. This is going to be a very self-indulgent show. We have, have prepared some clips, um, from the past year. going to do a little stroll down memory lane. Um, I will tease a couple things. That'll be fun. One, there was an episode we deleted I, I, I don't think Brian cared. I was just like in a weird headspace after. And I was like, I want to delete this episode. I have excavated some lost clips from that, that I think you guys will very much enjoy. And then on top of it, I think Brian and I were feeling a little generous. We might even do a top shot giveaway at the end. We didn't want to publicize it. We didn't want all the top shot fly by night, you know, guys to come. We wanted it to be just for you guys who were here watching the show. So we'll tee up that at the end. Any anything else here to set the table for uh for this show, Brian? No, um, I'm not even sure what order you're you're going in. We'll 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 see as we go. Yeah, I mean, I think obviously we have to start at the very first episode. Which, uh, if you guys saw my tweet, we started this show literally the night that Rudy Gobert shut down the NBA, and not only that, that moment occurred live on this show yeah, uh so yeah. i got this up here brian could you hear that audio yeah okay so we're, we could we can stop and start as we need but this is a two minute clip from that first ever show a year ago so illinois we i think they took the first legal sports bet like today or this weekend or something all right brian actually hate to cut you off breaking news here jazz oh. thunder has been delayed wednesday and teams have been sent to locker rooms like, I don't even know what that means. Oh, wow. This is... Huh. I, I mean, mean the... is this coronavirus related? 
you like, think? I, th- um, I have. Are they going to make the? Are they going to make the fans leave the stadium or something? The uh, um, the beat writer for the Thunder, Royce Young, he thinks the game might have just been called. Holy shit! That is wild. Yeah. Um. Do you have to? This is my favorite part right here, Bride, because this is the first place your brain goes to after this news that we didn't realize was gonna like basically change our lives for the for the next year. I don't even know. I mean Oklahoma. Um he's verified. Yeah. He only has four hundred followers and he's verified. <laughs> Games postponed. He works for channel three in Oklahoma. Yeah. Shane's loving our live reaction here. Uh, how okay. much, how much, uh, thunder and jazz did you have? Um, I'm assuming quite a bit. Let's see here. Okay. So the jazz had Tony Bradley. Okay. I actually was under with the Boban. I'm guessing. Let's see what Bradley was owned at. This is, this is not, uh, what I, I pictured. <laughs> You were, Brian was like, the world is crumbling in front of us. He's like, let's just uh, hold up a mirror uh, to ourselves as we watch it unfold. <laughs> oh, we got Sal. We got Sal Vetri in the chat. What's up, Sal? Hey. Um, Sal, we're just someone. So there, there it is. The Genesis clip from Wolves. That was from 12 minutes into our first episode, Brian. That was crazy. You know who won that night in NBA DFS? Who was it? Awesome, I think. Okay. Well, Ryan just asked. They Okay, I know this, that they did refund entries because Brian and I had talked. We're going to do a DFS show. I hadn't played any NBA DFS at the time. It was our first show, and I was like, you know what? Uh, we're going to be doing this show, maybe sweating some stuff real time. I'll throw some lineups in. And I think I even did a tweet, like, my first night, I'm going to become an NBA thought leader. And literally, you know, two hours in, all the games were canceled. And I was like, that was a, a short-lived stint into the world of nba dfs i think i think they actually ended up playing one of the night ones maybe i'm misremembering well it might the the thing i would like i don't know if anyone knows this because one of my favorite here we go top shot clips is the vince carter three from that same night where they knew that the league was shutting down when that moment happened and you know get the uh the assist to vince for the final three it that might have happened after the rudy gobert moment yeah, they maybe they or during yeah like about the same time because they played the they kept playing the early games and they finished them. That was yeah. Some games were played, some games weren't. I lost, but they did refund. They they've been doing that a lot past year. Yeah. What was your when you kind of just thought about having wanting to do a podcast and reaching out to me was basically what this podcast has it has become? Is that kind of what you were hoping for, or is it completely different than what you were thinking? No, that is uh, that I wanted to just do like a podcast, yeah. just like a normal podcast where two people talk. But um, I I assumed that it would be you know gambling. I wanted more like gambling centric, not just yeah. DFS. Yeah. So yeah, pretty pretty darn similar to what I what I kind of thought about. But you know when we first started too, like people, I don't know. They I think they wanted them. Who who? What were we supposed to do? The sports were canceled. You know what I mean? So like we kind of just winged it. Right. I don't think I don't think anyone expected stuff uh, of us early, although there were obviously a lot of people who were familiar with your username and your um resume and DFS. And I think they would sometimes come to this show thinking you were just going to give away every single one of your DFS secrets and, and nuggets. And we were like we had to kind of, I think, retrain people that Yes, we do want to talk about that stuff, but the goal of this show is not DFS strategy. Mm-hmm. Well, I think we've done that like at least two or three times because then we had League of Legends when normal sports came back. Those guys got mad at us a little bit. They're like, why aren't you talking about League of Legends? <laughs> yeah. I mean, we had, did we have one time where we put in the title that we're going to do like Korean baseball DFS. And then a couple of people were actually upset that we didn't uh, give any. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's right. We actually ended up not talking about it. 
Yeah. Um, We've it, For a while too, we had a stretch where we became kind of like a DFS gossip rag where it was like, there oh, yeah. weren't, there weren't a lot, like most DFS gossip just takes place on Twitter. And we kind of became the, the, one of the clearing houses for it in video form. And, uh, and I'm fine uh, talking about anything, any gossip in DFS or gambling. There just hasn't been much the past what month or so has there. I, I mean, I can't, I feel like my, even today, like reading NFL news, I'm like, I feel like I'm so out of this world right now. Even I saw Alex uh, did a, poll i think on twitter the other day i actually wanted to get your thoughts on this he he was saying you know like the hype on top shots real like what are you more in i think it was in excited or enthused about top shot or dfs and i didn't circle back on the poll but i think like 300 votes in it was top shot by a landslide and i was reading a lot of the comments and there was this kind of um I think from common or more average players, this kind of dejected thing, like at least I can make money on top shot was a sentiment I saw on there where people felt like it's too hard for me to win at DFS. And so top shots has been this exciting thing where the market's been going up and people feel like they're making money. What are your, what are your thoughts about that of how people feel about DFS right now? It does seem like the interest is a little lower, but the tournament sizes are about the same. The, the MMA this last weekend like filled up way early, um, and the MMA is bigger now than it was before. You know, before coronavirus. Yeah, you wouldn't get a hundred k every weekend, definitely. Um, but I mean, it seems like the Twitter chatter. There's definitely less interest, but based on the entries, everyone's still gambling. So that's that's really interesting and and maybe that's just reflective of uh dare i say our bubble like on twitter where people are still getting their action down but it's just like what's fun to talk about on twitter it, it's, there's not much fun it's or, you know it's there probably is the same amount of stuff to talk about as there ever is it's just there's distractions in other directions you know and also for i don't know if it's still it seems like the market on top shots going down but to be able to just spend 9 bucks and make 1500 in 5 seconds like who wouldn't be enthusiastic about that? You know, it's not going to last forever. I, I, I would imagine, but yeah. If you, so what do you like better trying to compete against all these guys in DFS or gambling nine bucks to win 1500? It's like, I would rather have 1500 too. I'd rather be more excited about that. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know, but let's, let's ask that question a few months from now, you yeah. know, and see. So let's give uh, Joe's here. I'm here for the League of Legends DFS memories. I'm going to pull up um, my favorite memory. This was a little further along. We can circle back to some old, but this is one of the clips I have here. It's actually Brian and I did a clip show also back into uh, early into coronavirus. where we, I think we did the top 10 lulls moments of what was the premise of it? Was it of the summer or do you remember what that was? Our top 10 countdown? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't remember. I don't even remember, but it was still early on because, um, who was our buddy that was producing the show for us then? Um, uh, why can't I not think of his name? I know I feel bad, but this was before we migrated over to my stream yard. You can even see my busted led light set up here. This was early on, but we had already done a bit. Oh, Brian, maybe it was top 10 moments in Lowell's history. And we were like six episodes in. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So here we go. This is um, remembering the number two or no, sorry, number one moment in Lowell's history. It is now time for the number one moment. This is voted on by you, the fans. I couldn't believe this. You guys came out in droves. You said this has to be narrator. We didn't put this up for any votes. The number one moment <laughs> in DFS in the coronavirus era. And ladies and gentlemen, that is in fact, Cloud9's very own Stixay <laughs> confirming to our generation's Kenzie. Peter Overs that. Do people, how many people do you think even watching this right now even know who Kenzie is? Kenzie Brian? is. Uh, under 10%. <laughs> if you get, Kenzie was the uh, Adam Schefter of League of Legends reporting where um, at least with the LPL, he was the one covering it, giving you the lineups generally ahead of time. But this was the LCS. I'm still dusting it off. LCK. In the LCK. And the, the reporting was pretty shoddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. L yeah, the LPL and LCK, I think, was his his beat. <laughs> Here we go. 
that he was in fact starting on March 28th, despite the lack of publicized starting lineups. Brian, do you remember where you were during that moment? I was in this chair, as I <laughs> always am. <laughs> and how grateful were you for just kind of my dogged reporting? I that was hilarious and and grateful. And we used it, actionable. I think, yeah, I sent you a DM like, oh my God. <laughs> so he responded to you. Can you imagine like any DFS personality, tout, player, whatever, got like uh, a scoop on a player not playing or playing directly to them? <laughs> Oh man. And the thing is, is my hit rate ended up being pretty good. I went one for two. I tried it again with the whole uh, fly quest, the solo Viper situation. Didn't Those words sound so funny. Yeah. Um, but sticks a coming in big in the clutch. And maybe let me see if I can do a little research here. Cause I wanted to point out one of the faves in here. This is going to be, yeah, I think for you, for you, Dave this here. This is pretty good. Um, <laughs> Basically, what I'm trying to find, and whether I can't find it or not, Stixay's mother, there it is, Stixay's mom liked my tweet. I mean, if that isn't the number one moment of DFS coronavirus, Deanna Cantino favoriting the 83rd ranked sports DFS player in the world's tweet. I mean, just oh, I forgot about that bit. Look at look at her uh, her line trolling an ADC and team. <laughs> Love it. Wait, Brian, did you just say uh bit? <laughs> you were ranked the 83rd. Yes, you were. Yeah, people forget. Uh I had a stretch there where I was going ham at League of Legends. I was actually just reminiscing with Lauren this morning, and she was like, We were talking about because we were doing this show, and she was like, Yeah, I remember you waking up in the morning and being like, I just won three thousand dollars playing League of Legends DFS at like eight in the morning. And <laughs> I I have such like all of my early coronavirus memories are are mostly tied to like talking with you and playing League of Legends DFS, where I'd be like up at night working on my lineups, like late, like smoking a bowl bowl, get my spreadsheets going, and then setting my alarm at seven thirty to sweat like the final legs of these matches. <laughs> yeah, that the first the first month of that was pretty fun, wasn't it? It was a blast. Yeah, you know, I gotta say too, like the way you were talking about fly, fly quest and everything. <laughs> It sounded like you knew what you were talking about. Uh, you should use that as like a resume uh, piece, you know, where if it's a different industry, you know, like ESPN <laughs> wants to hire you for the X Games or something. Like, look, look at I could just bullshit about anything, clearly. You could make a supercut of me talking with supreme confidence about things I know so <laughs> little about. Just like a master uh, cut of that. <laughs> But that was that it was the fun time. I mean, those first two weeks before kind of the public realized the power and the correlations with just stacking, just rolling out those four, three stacks. It was it was a print fest, a total print fest, because I knew I had never won at DFS before. And I was winning like three out of every four nights. And I was like, this is too good to be true. Yeah, I, I would send you like little charts and stuff of which eventually turned into charts of the. uh the spreads and the, and the line movement. Cause we thought there was so much cheating going on, yeah. but in the beginning I would send you like those correlation charts. And it's like, it's like, it's like, dude, these, these they're almost perfectly correlated player. Like the players to each other. Wasn't the R like at 0.92 on it? Was, it? Yeah. It was like, it depends on the, 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 the player, but yeah, they were like in the 0.9s. I and remember like, you telling me like quarterback to wide receiver correlation was like, what, like 0.3. Yeah, it depends. Yeah. So this was like three times stronger. Yeah, it's like three times stronger. It's like there's no way you cannot correlate. Yeah. And then quickly everyone everyone realized that. But then they were putting team and captain. Yeah. Remember that? The optimals were always putting team and captain. That lasted like a week or two. And then then after that, Petty Theft just won all the money. That was my the other thing, yeah, because I had taken a little break from League of Legends, and then they had the League of Legends online final, and I was like, I gotta get back in this for one last bit, and uh, punted it off to Petty Theft, who uh, who took that down. What what an what an amazing win for him! Because there's so many dupes in uh, League of Legends too to not dupe, to solo it, ship it, so you get that tournament of champions <laughs> invite, and then win the winner for uh, winner take all tournament of champions for a milli. Oh my god. <laughs> 
You know what? And that reminded me, um, this is a beautiful segue into this other clip, um, which I, one, uh, dupes became a big, I would say conversation point of lulls and, uh, of this show. And also it became, uh, I think this clip is representative of the show, which is us kind of like trying to spitball ideas often on how to make DFS or sports gambling better. And this was one of uh, Brian's better status. ideas. This is going to be a horrible. What do you think about this? I just thought of this. This is going to be a horrible idea, but whatever. I'm going to say it. What if they added this in these dupey sports like showdowns and such? MMA, NASCAR even dupes a decent amount. What if they added a randomness to the people who tie and they randomly get selected in order? So let's say you tie, you tie for 10th, right? Yeah. You know, the RAND function in Excel equals yeah, yeah. RND, right? And it just makes a number in between point, uh, zero and, and one. Yeah. So you just, it just assigns each, everyone gets assigned a random number. <laughs> and then you sort. so there's 10 people who get, who get tied for first. So but now there's another gamble on top of it. And like, this guy's going to be first. Oh my God. First of all, I actually, I don't mind it. Um, and people like you and Osimo and have the mental fortitude to probably withstand that tilt. But can you imagine like a solo lineup or hand building person tilting the randomizer tiebreaker? I mean, it would be out of Oh, control. it would be, yeah, it would probably be a dis- uh, 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 a disaster for yeah. their publicist. But like, for like, for example, the, the slate today, I won. All every single one of us, it would be GTO to take the random option because what at least some of us are going to make a profit as opposed to all of us losing. It, you know, John Williams is already tilted at the chat. He's <laughs> a terrible <laughs> idea. <laughs> I see that in the screenshot of the chat there. Terrible, terrible idea. idea. What the fuck? There's some context there, but like there were so many dupes in League of Legends. I don't know if it happens anymore because there's just so many people playing it because that was all there is to play. <laughs> That you would take first and still lose because you would the rank, yeah. and so I'm like, well, you just 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 do a random then let somebody win. Yeah. Who cares if it's not me? Like, why I'll everyone lose? It's uh, yeah, it's a mutual. pretty horrible idea. But I said that before. I loved it too because it was this idea that you're this you know uh, weathered veteran DFS player who has played so many slates that you're not like emotionally invested in some of the more random things. So you're like, yeah, just let it rip because I know over the long term I will win some of those flips. But right. for the person just playing one lineup, they would lose their goddamn mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because the person playing one lineup would actually win money because yeah. he didn't max enter it. Yeah. Uh, Preeti, uh, I, I believe Preeti is from uh, the Top Shot world. We are uh, reminiscing. Uh, we are one year into our podcast. It launched the name Lulz. We launched it as we named it that first show we did. I don't think we had named the show yet, right? We had. Yeah. So we said live stream with Peter Overzet. <laughs> yeah. Live stream with Peter Overzet. And then. It must have been the second week we started doing League of Legends, and I kind of like the uh, the double meaning there for League of Legends and, and Laugh Out Louds, and we like the ambiguity of it. And so over the years, over the year, I'd say we've done League of Legends, we've done sports betting, we've done we did lots of NFL, some Top Shot more recently. Any other big tentpole events in there? PGA. Actually, I wasn't fishing to set up this next clip, but it did work out. I think we need to. Uh, and we need a little backstory for this, but let's talk about Noah Hoffman, Brian. Okay. All right. Uh, really quick, Carlos says in my chat, this show has started to combat toxicity. Oh, that's true. I completely yeah. forgot that. That was right in the beginning. I don't know if that was the first week or. So, yeah, the background on that and in the logo, um, let me see if I'm going to uh, just do a different. Here's See the logo up in the top right? That is a toxicity symbol that, the, that we are canceling out because – one of my first experiences when I started to do my League of Legends thought leader bit is a lot of the OGs in the League of Legends community were not about that. And they <laughs> thought uh, I was a Johnny come lately, a poser, and uh, they got really mad at me. And I had a battle uh, with a guy on Twitter. I can't remember his name now. Uh, and I started calling out the toxicity in the community, and then we made it our rallying cry here. See, I, what I remember was you just used it as a bit one day. 
like there's so much toxicity in this in this industry <laughs> and then you and then you like googled it the next day and it actually was like you had no idea about gamergate or whatever and all this other stuff and so you're like it's look at i'm pretty sure you sent me down you're like there actually is toxicity here. <laughs> yeah. this is perfect <laughs> like most of my bits uh it starts as a joke and then becomes very real uh so yeah that that was the toxicity and then we got a little bit it was outlaw dfs golf right yes outlaw golf so it was like in arizona they didn't have as many restrictions and so this this little minor league tour uh was still playing and DraftKings just like all right we can gamble on this let's do it and what i don't even remember what is the origin of Noah Hoffman. Oh, it was, he didn't show up to an event, right? Yes. He didn't show up. He didn't show up. And he was like, hi, own. (laughs) Yes. And so the DFS community, he was persona non grata. And then his, Oh my God, I'm just remembering this all now. His buddy interviewed him in their like two bedroom, Arizona apartment. And they got like beers out and he was asking him questions and he had to do a press conference for the disgruntled DFS community. (laughs) I was like, this buddy was like, we got to get on top of this. <laughs> Let me interview you. We can control the, the story and the framing. They had Miller like, light cans. Yeah. They had the Miller light cans. Um, so then this, this was um, something that came out of the Noah Hoffman thing. I don't think I need to set this clip up further, but here we go. Let me get Noah Hoffman. From the early Lowell's days. What a, I mean, trust me, as someone who who does incredibly niche stuff, I mean, what a, what goes through your head when you're on Gmail and you're creating the new username and you go. Okay, here we go. So you can see in the chat here, someone's YouTube name in the chat is Noah Hoffman. And I think initially we're like, could this actually be Noah Hoffman? And uh, this was me marveling at someone's commitment to a very, very obscure bit. The guy I'm going to parody is Noah Hoffman <laughs> from the Outlaw Golf Tour. Like, what sick, perverted fuck gets to that there's, point? There's like 12 people who are going to get this fucking joke. <laughs> and we're two of them. I respect <laughs> it. I like it. I love it. I really respect it. But, but what? Speaking of outworking people, not only did he do Gmail, you know, a YouTube, but he did a Twitter one too. It's got to be the same guy. Noah Hoffman tracker account tracking yeah. if Noah Hoffman's going to play. <laughs> yeah, we tip we tip our cap to you. Um, wow, the Noah Hoffman tracker account. Um, this is uh, it was so good. We it never found out who that was either, right? No, I, yeah, I, like, I, I, it was either like his buddy, like the guy who did the interview yeah. or someone from the DFS community doing a joke. I think it was someone from DFS community. Cause he was kind of funny. Yeah. Right. Like he would do little bits and then eventually like Noah Hoffman contacted that Twitter account and they he started actually getting updates from Noah Hoffman's family. Do you remember that? Yeah. Was did he ever have a redemption arc? Did he ever have a good round when he was popular in DFS? Yeah, I think so, but I think it was too late. Like, I think, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I don't mean like people. People would never forgive him. I mean, uh, like the ter- the size of the tournaments were going down, because golf was one of the earlier ones to come back. Yeah. And uh, some people in the chat also remembering one. Uh, so two other good memories here. CSGO. My only experience. What was it? the the delayed scoring what was that called oh my god oh yeah what was that called that was hilarious where delay yeah uh it was mm, why can't i think of it because they don't do it anymore right no it, someone in the chat will help Somebody us out with know. it but it what wasn't was- it like i remember drewby our friend drewby didn't he win one of or he was leading one of the on the, like the first tournament and it was like eight hours later he found out he didn't want to win when they <laughs> changed the scoring right yeah the, it was um something adjustment yes it was like game uh, level adjust or something yeah someone in the chat has adjustment uh, yeah 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 but either way it, it would take them <laughs> it would take them hours to update uh update their scoring it was so boring yeah so we had like a whole day or two of just counter-strike go uh tweets and then they they, it was so bad they they did change it 
Yeah, that uh, that was hilarious. I I didn't get into the CSGO, but then a deep threat here reminds us of with eNASCAR having to fade the bad internet connections. Um, you had the Bubba Wallace getting canceled, and these were dudes just legit dead ass playing like a video game in their homes. And but from a DFS perspective, I would say second to the early weeks of League of Legends probably the biggest edge you'll see in DFS. Would you agree with that? Probably more than League of Legends, maybe. Maybe not the first couple weeks of League of Legends, but yeah, definitely up there. Who was the guy who had his, his daughter unplugged his monitor? Oh, I don't remember that. Remember that? I had a lot of that guy that week. <laughs> Exp- explain to people why there was the edge uh, with that, because it had to do with the starting positions getting shuffled up right before the race, right? Yeah, so they had like a a pre-race to determine like what order the 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 racers would start in. Um so like if you were around like I think it was like 7 or 8 minutes before lock, you could find out what the order was and that's the placement differential is one of the biggest parts of DFS, uh, NASCAR DFS. And just you and only a few other people were switching that over. So like 95% of the lineups were not dead but like big dogs yeah yeah and i was uh you were running your own projections and awesome was the only person i knew who was updating his but it was legit like 15 minutes ahead of time and so if that if that i mean i had to move quick i had to move quick but man you were getting it in good and i I remember everyone was like i don't like sweating nascar this is awful but from like an ev standpoint i was like i hope this never ends because this is awesome Yeah, and they were like hundred thousand the first tournaments was insane for for, for a video game and um uh in like Alex they were updating theirs but like it was t- kind of tough to tell like because it's basically just like you're watching some like video game so like you were you were really trying to figure out like for sure what order it is and like because he would like he would have to update his a couple times too he's like oh no actually this guy's support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. <laughs> and so, like, it, it mattered. And, and like, I'm, some of the guys, the, the best, the best racers too were like garbage go- racers in real life. It was, it was all backwards. And I remember Stevie from Roto Grinders. He was he would do a live show as that was happening. So he was trying to like do yeah. the broadcasting version of giving everyone the updates and kind of his thoughts on who he thought were now the better plays. But it was just a total free for all. Um, yeah. Let's see here. Uh, I'm gonna pull up another clip here. We we don't traditionally do a ton of guests um i think it's more just kind of out of laziness that we don't book a lot of guests or do we just like hearing ourselves talk probably a combination of two <laughs> lazy um, and uh, egomaniacs but this one of the guys who became kind of a cult figure uh are probably our our favorite guest here is rbx88 um who if you don't know has won now is it three millimakers brian yeah, three. Three millimakers. And 
it, basically my favorite part of the whole RBX stuff is Brian uh, going from just being like, I can't believe this fucker keeps winning Millie Makers and I haven't won one to now RBX 88 is in Brian's discord. And I swear they're going to be best men at each other's weddings. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a clip from, I believe the first time we had him on the show after he won a million dollars, he ended up coming on again after he won a million dollars and now he knows the deal he's like on instagram he's like i can't come on until i won another milli right i'm like yep <laughs> so he gets it but this was a fun moment from the first rbx 88 interview when we didn't know uh much about him at all question is did you um steal that um clock in your background from my high school algebra class <laughs> i got that i got that clock from walmart for like five bucks like when i moved into here I feel like I'm just waiting for class to get over so I can <laughs> go smoke in the parking lot or something. Brian's just excited to have someone on the show with a more mundane uh, background than his, you know. So yeah. It sounds like our background is uh, pretty similar. I, I played poker for a living for a while till, till, till Black Friday. I'm surprised you uh, stuck with it. Well, in New Jersey, um, it, well, WSOP and Borgata Online is legal here. So there's like a ton of games always. Okay. So this is my favorite part here. This is where Brian now is just like, he's like, he, 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 you could see the look in his eyes. Like, I need to know how does the sausage gets made? How is this guy winning this stuff? <laughs> and so Brian just goes in right for it. Um, I'm looking at your June 6 MMA lineups <laughs> and, uh, and, and in Cruncher. I'm sorry. And lineup study. Do you, do you, do you, um, do you go, how do you handle dupes in MMA? Do you do anything about it? Um, to be honest, I really don't, I really haven't done MMA or really golf that much. Um, I didn't realize that I had, uh, I didn't realize the lineup study, um, until not too long ago. So then I was realizing that I had, um, dupes in like my golf and stuff. And I know, how to uh, prevent that? First question is: did, <laughs> Oh my god, I love that! I I ask more questions like that later on too. Actually, I think yeah, because you're trying to figure out like how lucky are you? <laughs> it was basically what you were hinting at. That's exactly what I was doing. Either that or like how you know like what's your what's your process here, guy? Let me let me get some info off of you. And now, I mean, he he he's a regular, right? In uh in your Discord. Yeah, yeah, he's he's in there. Um, I don't think he's playing poker much more uh, lately any, anymore. Yeah, what else? Say? You, wait, wait, he was, we were going to book him for tonight's show, right? Yeah. Yeah, we were, we had talked about maybe trying to get a bunch of guests on and doing a little thing, but uh, I think we ended up thinking the uh, the clip show would be fun, but we will do, uh, we'll do another hang with our pals again. Yeah, he had a girl coming over tonight anyways, he told me, so. I love I love RVX88's logic. It's like, I'm having a girl come over tonight and I'll just tell her I'll take a 15 minute break to hop on the lulls. Pod. That's how bad he wants to get back on. I told her just bang around screen. <laughs> Jesus. I, I knew even, even in a clip show, you wanted to, you know, get, get us canceled. He loved, uh, he loved it. Trust me. That's right. Uh, I, I, I know his sense of humor. That's, that's the kind of toxic humor that flies in your discord. <laughs> well, I feel like this is a good time to uh, set up, I, I have one more clip after this, but this these clips uh, come from the lost tapes of Lowell's. So basically, if you look at our number of episodes, we've done 50 episodes. We've missed two weeks. One last week I was on vacation and one some other time. And then we had one other episode, a bonus episode we did on the weekend for an MMA live hang. And this was a marathon live hang, went almost four hours and our pal Chris Randone ended up hopping on for what would you say? Was it like the last two and a half hours? Yeah, I think it went, went five hours and he, he was on there for like three of them. Yeah. And I don't I still can't remember why. I think I felt just I was in a very weird headspace after that marathon thing. Lots of weird stuff was said. And I just was like, I'm deleting this. I just don't want this up on the Internet. But I saved the file, Brian. And did you go back and cause you gave me some timestamps. Did you watch the entire second half? No, I kind of was like fast forwarding through some of the boring parts and yeah. And like when we were talking about the MMA fights, it's like, that's not going to matter yeah. anymore. Anyways, we, uh, that was our, we did three of those, by the way, 
it's funny. Like uh, we've done like every single sport in some, in some way. And um, yeah, so he was on there for like about three hours. Um, and I think at the end he was just like, he was saying like, just open the country up and like, <laughs> you, you weren't comfortable with that. I think that was like the main, the main thing. Yeah, there were, there were a lot of things. And this is also a bittersweet clip because back then, I mean, Randon and I were tight enough that he would hop on my show and now I'm blocked on Twitter. Yeah. So you're still blocked. I still, I'm still blocked. I, I don't actively check, but I do a lot of times see threads. I, I believe he's into Top Shot because he'll be like replying to stuff about Top Shot and I'll, it'll say, you know, you can't view this tweet. I'm like, what? Because I'm, I'm honestly blocked by very few people. What? Not that I need to brag about that, but uh, when I see that I can't view a tweet, I'm like, this is probably random. <laughs> Um, so I compiled a couple of the clips, uh, here. I figure we could see some, this, this is the only place you're going to get to see this. It does not exist anywhere else on the internet. I got a question for Chris. Okay. Your new book, Chris, which I'm going to put in our, uh, comment section for, there's no way you ended up putting that in the, in the section. Did you in the show notes? I, in the chat, I put his book. His okay. Book. You, you linked to it. Okay. I Everyone did check out. I think. The title, Transforma. Yeah. Look at what Alex's that face. last. How would you put Alex's face? <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, I got to go back to the setup. What is that last? How would you pronounce the last four letters? So the title is Transformation. Okay. So it's broken down into how it's broken down to like the, syllab like this, the syllabus of it. So basically, if you look at it from you know an evolution perspective transformation there's like different parts of it there's four different parts so it's basically like the evolution of you and there's four phases in the workbook so it kind of the synergy goes there together wow have you have you read the book are you trying to get me blocked <laughs> what i mean you you were just asking a journalistic question you know i never picked it up no did you uh, I didn't. I was really close. I was really close. And I'll say this, Chris, if you'll block me from Twitter and promise not to block me, I'll buy your book. <laughs> um, all right. You, got you, you were, I, I watched a decent amount of that. You, you were, uh, you were trolling it a little bit. I think. Just, maybe just a little bit. Just a uh, little. We might see some of that here. Let's keep this rolling. So, here, so here's a crazy thing. My mom is a huge Tommy G fan. My mom, my mom called me and she said, listen, you got to follow this guy on Twitter. I said, who? She goes, he goes by the name of Tommy G. That, I just wanted to put that little clip on there. You flagged that one, which I'm just like, Randone's mom being into Tommy G is just the most perfect thing I've ever heard. <laughs> that is pretty awesome, though. Oh, my God. Um, okay, we'll go move on here. She look, she she might get a little upset that I'm streaming too much, but once she hears that I did a show with Chris Randone from The Bachelor, I think she's gonna be pretty excited for me, Chris. Oh my god. <laughs> she she is senior season of The Bachelor, Chris. I mean, a, a high percentage of the women in this country have. <laughs> that that line kills me. Like I, you know, I'm trying to say, like, yeah, like you're you're so famous. My wife knows that he's just like, yeah, basically every woman in America knows who I am. <laughs> in his defense, how can he trust anything you say though? He knows you're trolling him. Wow, you're on Randall's side. Why did why I, did you block me, Brad? I, this whole the whole the whole thing I was trying to be too. All right, here we go. For sure. Do you want to you want to say sup to my wife right now, Chris? Yeah, I'll say what's up to her. All right, cool. I'll pass this on. I'll clip it and I'll uh, text it to her. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't lying. I didn't do it uh, right away. Uh, but today I showed Lauren. I finally said, I forgot to tell you, Chris Randone <laughs> says sup. <laughs> he did. And then he says her name right after that. There I go. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was. I think I, I was reluctant to give it. And then, uh, and then I gave it up uh, because it was Chris Randone. Now, this last part is... Um, it's just the one single bit here. The realize, realize, well, realize. Before you go there, yeah, I, I thought it was funny in the last one that you were your your wife was already upset about the amount of streaming you were doing. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> Boy, did she not know it was coming? Because <laughs> this must have been. This wasn't that bad at this all. Was this was like June or July, right? 
Yeah, probably. You were probably streaming like one, two days a week at that point, maybe three. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably two days a week at that point. Because then, yeah, NFL craziness hadn't even started. It was it was basically my Wednesday shows. We were doing swole cast, ship chasing and lulls. So like one day of streaming a week. Um, Okay, so this is um, if if, I guess if you need a little background, uh, Chris would often tweet the same tweet on Twitter, which is real eyes like eyes, which all of this is going to get described. Realize like, hey, do you realize real lies, lies as in non-truths? So this is something he would regularly tweet. And um, we did a DD, a deep dive on what this meant. Dude, real lies. Oh, sorry. What? Was it deep dive or due diligence? I still can't remember. Oh, um, that's deep dive. Yeah, I think you may be right. Dive. Deep dive. Yeah. Real lies. Real lies. <laughs> real lies, real lies, real lies. So your real eyes, real lies, real lies. <laughs> Pride gets up. Hang on. Can you explain? Real? What, what are, can you say it again? Yo, listen. People get so I, – I, I, I tweet it once a month. Right, and the only reason why I do it is because so many people get upset that I tweet it. Someone right? had like five guys, large fries. Yeah, then you got like live, laugh, love, you know, <laughs> all that shit. But so re- your real eyes, real lies, like you, like you. Like- <laughs> on. I I do understand all of them by themselves. I guess I just don't understand them. <laughs> In conjunction. So let's break this down. <laughs> These are my real eyes. They're not my fake eyes. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. What am I what am I realizing after that? Your no, your your real eyes are real lies. Real that was, lies. That was a good laugh. That was a good laugh. <laughs> okay, I, I understand real eyes. They're not fake eyes, they're real eyes. What am I realizing? Real lies. So with my real eyes, realizing that there are real lies. Yes. But why do they have to be? So normally you don't have to qualify eyes or lies as real, right? It's just like they're eyes and then you realize that they're lies. What are, what's the difference between real eyes and fake eyes? Why do you have to say real eyes? Real lies, real lies, real eyes. Yeah. All right. I know. What are the fake eyes in this scenario? Yeah, it, it's just, it's just, you're not understanding it. <laughs> you're just not understanding it. That was pretty late into the, to the night. Uh, <laughs> it was, uh, it was really late into the night. Hey, Lou, that, that was a, I mean, it was a bro outfit, but that, that's just summer outfit, man. Why do you think I'm not drinking as much these days? I got to get back into where I can wear tank tops on streams, man. Um, yeah, that, that stream was, it was wild. It was absolutely wild. It made me rethink a lot of things in my life. <laughs> that was the Katov, uh, the Katov days. Yeah, seriously. Um, all right. So one thing I don't, I guess we can do this really quickly here. So Brian, why don't you explain, um, a little uh a little giveaway something we wanted to do for uh the lulz people hanging out with us tonight and maybe we'll have to do the actual um gifting part next week but i can get the form going for the people uh tonight what do you think about that okay yeah however you want to do it yeah uh i don't know we were gonna just do a little pick uh pick a top shot and we'll buy it for you yeah, so we, Brian and I were each thinking uh, we have a little bit of money in our dapper balance. We thought we'd each put up a $50 uh, budget. So we'll get, we're going to draw two winners. And next week on the show, uh, or maybe we could even just turn this around quickly. I'm going to put the Google Doc in the chat now. It's literally just going to ask for your top shot username. Uh, please don't do dupes. We're just uh, trying to be be nice here. And, uh, and then we will draw two winners. And uh and yeah, we'll let you uh pick out a top shot moment for fifty dollars. We'll buy for you and we'll gift it. The only thing is there's now the rule, right, Brian, where uh you can't gift uh for seven days, so it will be a delayed thing. 
You, oh, after you buy, you can't get for seven days. I didn't know. Yeah. That. Hmm. Um, I'm still just figuring out if I, uh, how to do my uh, Google form. Here we go. This should work guys. Um, this Google form in the chat, uh, just posted it. If you're listening back to this on audio or you're listening to this delayed, don't bother doing this. This is just for the people watching live right now. Fill out that Google form. It's literally just asking for your top shot username. I just posted it in the chat. And uh, and yeah, we'll let we'll let these come in here uh, for a few minutes and then we'll do a, a quick drawing. I'm going to uh, enter my name in too. Yeah. Because I could win yours. Right? That's true. Yeah, that is true. Let's see here. Yeah, we have 96 people watching. We're up to uh, 39 responses. We'll see how many people uh, have Top Shot accounts here. Where did you get this? How did you do this giveaway thing? Um, so I just did basically what I've been doing is doing a Google form um, because I like doing it for the people that are actually watching it because I some of our early giveaways, you just have a bunch of randos from Twitter coming by then not watching the show, which is kind of not in the spirit of, uh, of the oh, show. I, just, I didn't know this Google forms was a thing. Oh, you've never done a Google form. No. Uh, there I hustle for DFS. There's no question. There's no, <laughs> you don't have to do anything. We're just literally, you put in your username. We're going to draw two names. And, uh, and those two people get a $50 top shots shopping spree compliment of Brian and I have gift cards on there. I'm, I'm assuming eventually they will. They should. That uh, that's going to be a popular gift option. I, men- I mentioned this before. Uh, di- I want I want to ask your opinion on it. Are they going to? Have they ever talked about allowing people to take their NFTs and put them on their own wallet? Have they Have they talked about that yet? The, like doing going off chain with it. Yeah. Yeah. I know that's they they want that to to be a thing. I would I would assume so. So what what about this strategy? So you buy. I think I said this already, but you buy all the Sam Merrills, right? Yeah, based on Sam Merrill's, and then you do like that pranksy bit that those guys did with the they bought a pranksy picture, and then they recorded themselves burning it, and made an NFT of the original and sold it for like three hundred grand. Why not put like ninety nine of the ninety nine percent of the Sam Merrill's on a flash drive, and then record yourself burning the flash drive, and now there's only one Sam Merrill. Right, effectively raising the the floor yourself. Well, yeah, making it more unique. Yeah. So, so there'd be only one Sam. So you buy ten thousand in the base set, or or let's just say there's a thousand of Sam Merrills and one of the thousand ones. You could probably get that for a couple grand, right? I don't know how how much his, his one two threes are, and then you burn and then you burn all two through nine two through a thousand on a flash drive, recording yourself. Burn the flash drive. Now there's only one Sam Merrill in existence. Yeah. Well, well I just down a grand for that, probably. Right. And I've seen people like Roham like was doing soliciting some feedback on Twitter about something. I think someone was saying, like, what if you were able to burn moments to like move up in a pack queue or something like that? So I think that concept of burning moments is is going to be a thing. And I think Top Shot actually even has that decision about a few things from those earlier sets, like some of those uh, series one base moments, like the James Harden and the Giannis, there's only 400 I think it's 53 out of the, the thousand that are actually mm-hmm. in circulation. The Derek Rose is like that. And they haven't announced, I think those they're going to release, but I think there are a couple unique situations where they've talked about just burning them. See, that seems kind of weird because I, I, I assumed, I don't know all everything about this stuff that they can't do anything afterwards. Like that's kind of like part of the benefit It's like they mint it and then you get it and it's, and it's yours. I know like while it's in their, they, they, you know, their keys, their, their crypto, like it's, it's in their possession right now, but like, I didn't think you can go and edit it like the Zion Williamson, right? Like you couldn't, they couldn't edit the, his hometown or whatever was wrong with it. Yeah. Like I thought that was the whole part of it. Huddy says it's going to be an expensive bit, Brian. It, it still might even be worth it. I mean, if you have the money, but like I was just using Sam Merrill as a joke, like whoever the cheap <laughs> one is, I know, I know there's guys who are cheaper than that. Right. Yeah. Um, 
All right, since we are running out of time, uh, time here, we are going to be, uh, I'm heading over to Ship Chasing after this with uh, Ben Gretsch and Pat Corain. We are going to be over on the Ship Chasing channel. I think I have a link to the show down here. Uh, we're going to be talking some NFL free agency, if that's your bag and want to keep hanging tonight. Let me get the screen here. I appreciate you guys watching. I got your usernames in here. Someone put their email in here. I don't know what I'm going to do about that, uh, <laughs> but... Uh, let's let's give this a rip. So, Brian, this is your person. Okay. That they need to brick seventy five. Win packs. Win, win packs. packs. There we go. I guess I didn't. Um, there's really no reason for anyone to lie because he's only sending the gift to win packs. But I guess I didn't really think through. Uh, I should have gotten the, the Twitter handle as well but win packs please reach out to brian yeah in my uh, discord or twitter either way yeah um who, who's win packs i'm in someone, discord too you could tag me in there too if you don't want to join mine i don't care yeah um let's see here someone in the chat hopefully someone in the chat is win packs otherwise i mean talk about a dine and dash we'll do it well then we'll redo it we'll redo it we'll give them a second we'll give them a second um yeah. you can have all week <laughs> All right, win packs there is uh, for Brian. And then, so I think Zach's bringing this up. I think that's a different win packs. There's a guy in our Discord uh, who has um, win packs, PAX, which, by the way, uh, now that I'm doing merch salesman, I will say I uh, we got win packs mugs, we got win packs shirts. And I actually want to, I'm going to get us some Lowell's t shirts up here, here soon as well. Uh, Are those all available now? Yeah, so I have the link down below for merch stuff. You can see me wearing my punk thing. So I have a few things, some club top shot, wind pack stuff, and um, uh, what's the other one? Uh, yeah, but they have lots of different stuff. You can get shirts, mugs, magnets, stickers, all that. Cool. I'll take uh, a look. I was thinking, uh, uh, don't dupe me, bro. Uh, like don't mugs do be fun. I can, we can definitely make that happen. And then something like don't sue me, bro, or, or entertain, you know, uh, not financial advice, something along those lines would be another good one. Cause there like, you, if you just give a hot financial advice take and then just hold the mug up. <laughs> there you go. I love it. Not financial advice. I should definitely do that one. Um, Dave, uh, congratulations. Reach out to Brian on Twitter, discord, um, and let him know a moment under $50 that you want and he will purchase and send it to you in a, in a week, which I believe is the gifting rules. Um, once you've purchased something, um, here we go. This is mine. Santa, Santa Claus, Peter, who's going to spend the rest of my dapper balance. Oh, that's a close one. Mazone. Mazone 11. Congratulations. Did I trademark it? No, I didn't trademark it. Actually, someone's already has a win pack shirt on Amazon. Um, but I didn't feel too threatened by the design. I figured I'd let the market decide. <laughs> um, uh, Mizone 11. Do we have you in the chat? Do we have you in the chat? Um, hopefully you will reveal yourself shortly. Um, but man, Brian, yeah, I can't like, I can't, I know we talking about like how time functions in, uh, coronavirus is, uh, uh, a popular talking point. Do you feel like this year went by fast or slow for you? I don't know. It's hard because that, some of that stuff feels so long ago. Yeah. But it did go by fast too. It's weird. Yeah. It, I know it's, it's weird because so much happened and I was online for so much, but I was also so busy that time I feel like went by very quickly. The, those early ones with like the chat and uh, scrolling yeah. on the side and stuff. Like, I don't even remember that. <laughs> but it wasn't that long ago. But then, yeah, it, but then it would go by fast. It would. We did yep. a lot of PGA stuff too. Like I, I forgot the MMA, three MMA live streams. Yeah. It's, um, it was, it's been, it's been very fun. And uh, yeah, I, I, I sincerely look forward to this show every week because I know we're going to have one. We don't, and maybe this isn't something to brag about, but we don't plan anything. Um, and, but I always know we're going to have an interesting conversation, which is if, if I was worried about us not having an interesting conversation, we'd have more topics or whatever, but I just know that we're always going to be able to have something to, uh, to talk about. And I, I definitely enjoy that. Yeah, it's, it's fun. I'm glad, uh, I'm glad you decided to do it. I appreciate it. The, uh, I think some of the earlier ones you, you, I think you were like, 
like uh really pushing it like um trying to like help me out to <laughs> to i don't know i was watching some of the earlier ones trying to look up for for bits and it's like what was i pushing like your twitter no 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 you were like um you were like uh you know getting in the camera and like doing like a whole a whole routine and stuff <laughs> i'm like i'm like he probably thinks i'm being super boring <laughs> Oh, you're saying trying to get the energy level? Yeah, the energy level up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it, it, that's the thing too, where people people don't realize what they want, you know. And sometimes they're like, "I just want information. I want DFS stuff." And it's like, "Well, that's great, but it also doesn't necessarily make the most entertaining show." You know, like the format that you do for your videos, like your short form fifteen, like that's a great format for teaching. Right. Uh, but on shows, ultimately people want to be entertained. So I probably did feel the onus of like Brian's teaching, but, uh, I will dance with my miniature <laughs> symbols over here. That's right. And, and you became a profitable DFS player during that period too. Yes. I, I mentioned this, uh, a decent amount during the NFL season, but, uh, I learned, uh, a ton from Brian after being, uh, an awful DFS player, had my first profitable year putting together my taxes. Uh, now it was very fun to get a DraftKings 1099. And uh, Brian, I sincerely thank you for uh, for helping me out, uh, teaching me some things, and helping me think about uh, DFS in a new way. No problem. Glad you could win. Um, the text, the texting. I just really quickly. I know you got to go, but like, no, no, uh, we're good. This is a good year. Uh, speaking of not financial advice, entertainment purposes only. To to probably look into getting a, uh, an accountant if 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 you guys don't have one because of the rescue act and last year's PPP and stuff like that. And all the, the giveaways, man, I was like looking at it briefly. There's just a ton of stuff in there, ton of stuff in there. So like, it'd be tough to dig through all that your own. So yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah. And, and, and Pete did an, uh, a video with a CPA, like a couple of weeks ago too. Yeah. So check that out. There's some, there's some good stuff in there. Um, from, from Pete and he has, he also has his own course, uh, where he gets into it. But basically one of the big ones is just, if you're going to file your winnings as gambling miscellaneous winnings, or if you're going to file it as schedule C as part of playing regularly for profit. And it seems like there's just a slight bit of gray area in the interpretation there. So I would definitely watch that and check out his course. Um, you know, if you have anything over 10,000 in winnings, I think making sure you're filing the best way, it's, it's definitely worth the investment. Um, like Brian said to, uh, seek out real financial advice and not just buy a Nikola Jokic cosmic and, and let it go to the moon. Yes. And, and, and that was before this, this, this act was signed into law too. So, there's just a ton of stuff, ton of stuff in there. Whenever oh. I hear someone talk about it, yeah. <laughs> Zach, you're killing me. Are we closing out with the compilation of war crime references? I was on the hunt today. Brian and I were both trying to see if we could dig up one of those references. We couldn't remember the specific episodes. I really, that was, I told Brian, didn't I tell you that was the one clip I was hoping to round this out with? Yes, yeah, so I didn't, I didn't look purposely, honestly. I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. He's going to want to do like the slave one or something and try to get me canceled. <laughs> Oh uh, no, I, 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 it was going to be in good taste. It was going to be a good taste. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And Hey, Hey, what is, what does Biden do? Three months in office bombs fucking Syria. Don't get here, me started guys. Here we go. He's gone. <laughs> no, we, we have to wrap this up, but, uh, yeah, Shane in my chat says, I can't believe you guys made it a year on this show. It's pretty impressive, honestly. It is impressive. Uh, it kind of sounds insulting. I can't believe you guys made it a year on this shitty show years. Yeah. Give it up. Already. Hey, Hey, you know what? Uh, what do they say? Uh, half the battle, 90% of the battle is just showing up. And that's what we do, Brian, except when I'm on vacation. <laughs> um, which speaking of which, Brian did put up uh, a video last week. It was about, I, I haven't got a chance to watch it. It was bankroll management, right? Yeah, bankroll management. Because like this year, they're doing tons of top-heavy uh, GPPs. So I think that changes the strategy for some people. So yeah, if you guys play DFS, check it out. Yeah, check that out over on Brian's channel. People enjoyed it. If you want to see Brian away from me with my symbols, uh, making a lot of hoopla, that's a good place to do it. As always, we have the audio version of this podcast too if you want to listen back to things. And we will continue to truck on. Believe it or not, Brian and I have not talked about the vision for the show. We're just going to keep showing up each Wednesday, talking DFS, gambling, top shots, uh, investing and not investing, all that good stuff. We appreciate you guys. We will see you next Wednesday, as always.
how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.